Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the Build Up here on Balls.ie in partnership with Labrooks where we look ahead to the biggest events of the sporting weekend. Now it's a huge sporting weekend. We've got football, we've got the return of rugby. We'll hear from Stephen Ferris later in the week. We've also got the Ryder Cup. Uh, we'll have a full Ryder Cup preview show as well. But also, Anthony Joshua is fighting in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I nearly said Wembley there, it just automatically comes to you as you do, but uh, he's fighting undefeated Alexander Usyk um, for the, whatever, a load of world titles, world heavyweight titles, WBA, IBF, yeah. WBO. Uh, delighted to say we've got our regular boxing guy, our, uh, our, 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 our What's it, Jason? NABA world uh, champion? Is it middleweight champion? Yeah, NABO middleweight champion. NABO, NABO. sorry, NABO uh, middleweight champion. And of course, Labrooks ambassador. But uh, Jason, it's good to talk to you. We haven't had John in a while. Yeah, good to be uh, good to be back on. Good to be back on talking about big fights as well because they were a little bit scarce throughout the whole uh, pandemic and lockdown. So it's exciting now to big fights in these big stadiums. And uh, yeah, the fans can start getting excited. You're so right. You know, I wasn't, I was, we'll get into kind of the, this weekend's fight alone, but even just having these fights back is something else. Between a few people at the fights as we had for the last couple of months or nobody at all, I went back and was watching uh, Usyk versus Shizora just there on YouTube today. And to say, like, even so soon after just having fans back, how surreal it is listening to uh, fights in completely empty arenas and stadiums sometimes for some reason, you know, and it was just like, what was going on? It, it's such a surreal time that we have to look back on it, it. It very quickly feels like it's gone away and it's just from another world almost. Exactly, because I watched the uh, the Josh Warrington fight mm. there, uh, recently as well, which was in a, a sold-out Leeds uh, rugby. And um, it was it was actually weird to hear the fans. Yeah. You know, I found it weird. I was like, Jesus, also, it's completely different. Yeah, watching that was, was unbelievable. And uh, the difference in, you know, the people there and the, the atmosphere when a shot lands and when things get going, it's it's something else. Like, you know, it, it really gives that extra percentage, that extra lift and that extra raise to uh, to a fight and, and, and to the atmosphere alone. Like, Mm. What about this one then this weekend? So it's like, it's a pretty big one. We've got like, you know, it's a world heavyweight title fight, but there's this feeling, I think in, you know, I don't know, maybe it's from an outside boxing perspective that you're talking about a showdown between Joshua and Fury and nothing else fits the bill. So even though we'll have Wilder and Fury again, even that, you know, we've seen it before. Nothing is a real fight unless it's Joshua versus Fury. But, you know, Usyk is cruiserweight champion, probably the best cruiserweight. He stepped up. It's his third fight at featherweight, or heavyweight. And, uh, <laughs> he, he killed some lads at featherweight, I'll tell you. No, he's 18 and 0. This is, no, this is no chump at all. And you see it even on the Ladbrokes odds. I was expecting, just because you have these, Joshua, you know, he tends to be like heavy odds on. He's 4 to 9, absolutely. But Usyk's only 2 to 1. This isn't a gimme by any means. You know, the, this is the thing that um, people haven't really heard of Usyk. You know, he's coming from, you know, uh, Ukraine, Russia, that that part of the world where it's kind of not as much media, not as much publicity around him, not as much hype, but he's an Olympic gold medalist. 
Mm-hmm. He's undefeated. He was the undisputed cruiserweight champion, like you know, and he stepped up in the heavyweight, not against any old heavyweight that he can knock over. He stepped up and against Chisora, who is a massive lump of a man to be coming yeah. at you for 10, 12 rounds. Mm. And he, he managed that and he, he overcame. And this is one of the things that people, the ordinary eye might not see with Alexander Usyk is his ability to adapt to situations in a fight, to change the game plan, to change the structure of the fight, to, um, you know, if it's not going in his favour, make one or two slight changes and completely put it back in his favour again. He is a very, very intelligent fighter and uh, very smart mentally, um, inside and outside the ring. We see him, you know, as well, doing all his uh, his figures and his numbers for training, a bit like Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's where he got it from because they're they're great friends. But, you know, people cannot sleep on Alexander Usyk because he is... I believe he's the most skillful, talented fighter that Anthony Joshua has come up against in his career so far. Wow, yeah, and that's saying something. So, like, just even just to go another two questions, I suppose, that are more kind of technical questions uh, that you you would understand a lot better than me. How much Joshua's a big heavyweight, but he's a big fit heavyweight. He's not like Chisora's kind of a little bit more old school with the hard, slow punches that will really hurt you over 12 rounds. But Joshua is a lot more... A lot more quick, a lot more agile, but also just as powerful, right? How much does that size matter? That size matters massively. You know, at heavyweight boxing, one shot can change anything. You know, it really can. We've mm. seen Joshua hit hurt and put down before. Um, Usyk has a great chin. You know, he hasn't really been rocked or hurt too much in his career. Um he can definitely take a shot, but at heavyweight, it doesn't matter if you can take a shot or not. One one big bang from Anthony Joshua on any man's chin, doesn't matter how solid it is, could put you to sleep. But one of the reasons why Usyk doesn't get himself into bother, doesn't get hurt often, is because he has great distance, he has great timing, and um, he doesn't get caught up in a fight, doesn't get caught up in a war. So in this fight, Joshua is going to try and use his size. I believe that Joshua is going to try and use his size, his power and his strength to tire Usyk out throughout the, throughout the fight. Whereas Usyk is going to try and use his skills, you know, counter, pick Joshua off when he tries to pressure him and um, really use his, uh, his boxing ability, his boxing IQ ability and try to outbox Anthony Joshua, which I think he is very capable of doing. He has great movement. He has great hand speed for the size of a guy he is, and he hits a little bit himself as well. So Joshua is going to have to be very careful in this fight because there's so much expectation Mm. on Anthony Joshua in this fight. It's Anthony Joshua Fury. When's it going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. Joshua has this Olympic gold medalist, the former cruiserweight undisputed champion stepping up and to come against him now where everyone is kind of, you know, not giving Usyk the credit or not giving this fight the credit that it deserves. This is a this is a very mouthwatering fight now, to be mm. honest, especially for a boxing fan. 
Absolutely. And he's tearing through British fighters to bait the band as well. I think uh, <laughs> his last four fights have been against uh, was it Tony Bellew and obviously Shizoro, we mentioned. So, and now he's got Joshua. But what about AJ then, as they like to call him in England? Uh, you know, he's another stadium fight, another world heavyweight title fight. I still think that the Ruiz thing might have been the best thing that ever happened to him because we've seen a different, we've seen a more alert and I suppose focused fighter in the last two fights. And he does look to be back to his best. But it's weird in boxing. Can you do you have momentum in boxing when you have 10, 12 months between the fight and the way you like, you know, you get back to your best in the game of football, you're out again in four days. You know, it's a very different thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's more of a mental momentum that yeah. uh, that boxers have because you know you could have an unbelievable fight and it could have happened 10 months ago, but it's the sparring then really leading into a fight is where you gain the, the sparring, the training. The, the conditioning, everything that you're doing in the training camp, that's really where you get your confidence and your momentum from. But without a doubt, you know, um, Anthony probably overcame a lot of demons from that fight against Ruiz and uh, getting in there in his last fight as well against Kuliev and, and putting in a, a brilliant performance. You know, he really, really did. Very controlled, very calm, very relaxed and destructive when he had to be. So um, Joshua is definitely back to his best, I believe. I believe that, you know, he might have took his eye off the ball and I don't think we can blame him whenever he had a late replacement of Andy Ruiz, you know, looking up at him, smiling at him, the conditioning that he's in compared to Joshua. You put the two of them side by side and, you know, there's only there's only going to be one winner when you look at it. So. Um, it was a it was a hard lesson learned from him. He came back, overcame it, and I think he's in a great place now. And this is what makes this fight even more interesting as well than what it is because the two of them are at their peak. Mm. You know, people can say whenever Joshua fought Povetkin, he was a bit past it. Whenever Joshua fought Klitschko, Klitschko was a bit past it. Yeah. But these two men are in their prime. The only thing that they can say now is maybe Usyk isn't a proper fully-fledged heavyweight. But Usyk's hand speed, his foot movement, his uh, boxing IQ is going to make up for all that there in this fight. This is this is a very exciting fight. The more that I'm talking about it, the more I'm getting excited <laughs> about it myself. You're getting us hyped. This is what it's yeah. all about. Uh, one more thing, though, that is different for Joshua, and I couldn't... This is one of the other, the, the other technical thing I wanted to ask you about for what it's like for a fighter. When I was going through... Joshua's record earlier is I couldn't believe this in his 25 professional fights up until now he's only fought one southpaw and that was um I had lost his name there Charlie Martin back in 2016 he knocked him out in the second round so he didn't cause him too much trouble but it is mad to think as a professional um going back so long that he's only come up against a southpaw once he's only fought him for two rounds I'm sure he's been doing it inspiring here how different is it if you're fighting an orthodox fighter every single time you go out there and suddenly you're fighting this guy who there's lots to think about anyway, with a, a smaller fighter, somebody who's going to fight in all the ways you've already described and hasn't been beaten since he was 19 years old, 15 years ago at any level, amateur or professional. And then you also have this thing where he's going to come at you in a completely different way than you're used to seeing. Yeah, so like, Usyk is going to use all the Southpaw advantages to the absolute max as well against uh, against AJ. Um, we all know AJ's uh, amateur career. You know, he's had loads of fights as an amateur. 
He's been to European Worlds, Olympic Games, and in the amateur in the amateur game, you come up against all different styles, all different uh, kinds of opponents, and you have to adapt right away. Joshua proves that he can do that, and in this fight as well, Joshua, like he says, one hundred and ten percent, he is going to be just sparring southpaws throughout this whole training camp because it's just the look. It's what you're used to looking at. When you're in there and you're sparring, maybe 10, 12 weeks of sparring now, they've known about this fight for a while and they've known it's coming up. When you're in that training camp, sparring these southpaws day in, day out, it's just going to come second nature to you. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, he hasn't been in with anybody as smart and that is going to use that southpaw advantage to the absolute max, like we said. So, you know, Joshua, I can't see... The southpaw making a whole pile of difference. It definitely is going to be a different look, but um, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting technical fight early on. Yeah, it is strange though that he's just not come up against any. It's just, it, it it just I, I presume it's just look at the draw in a way, but you would expect there has been more over the course of his career. But um, it's time for predictions, Jason. Your favorite thing. You've got a good record on the show with us over the years. Actually. <laughs> don't be jinxed. Don't be jinxed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling me. So uh, we've got Joshua's four to nine to win the fight. Draws twenty, as I mentioned earlier. Sick. Usyk is uh, two to one, so it's an open enough fight. But you know, we can talk about uh, stoppages by stoppage or KO or by decision. We can pick our rounds for either fight, or we can pick groups of rounds. What are you thinking for this? If you if you were to have a, a, a virtual flutter, what would you be like? Going? Listening listening now to everything that's going on and Josh's interviews, he's he's stating and he's saying that he wants to go out there and hurt Usyk and uh, get the stoppage. So. You know, that's going to be in his head and that's what he's going to be looking for. Does he get the stoppage? Very possible that he does, but I just can't see Joshua getting the stoppage. I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that it's going to be a very technical affair early on in the fight. It's going to be a lot of close rounds early on. My prediction is that Joshua is probably going to wear Usak out because yeah. of his size, because of his punching power and is going to take it on a unanimous points decision later on. Um, right. He's going to come on strong later on. But, like, Usak is just so smart. He's just such an intelligent fighter. And I'm a fan. Like, I am a fan of Usak. Like, I just love watching him fight. He's so fighter. intelligent. He's just brilliant to look at, brilliant to watch. And and he's mad as a brush as well. Like, you know, he, he's just, he's, he's brilliant. So, he's, so um my prediction is Anthony Joshua on points. Okay. But I really do think that Usyk has a massive chance in this fight as well, along with those odds, like two to one as well, with Ladbrokes there. Like that's that's very, very good for Usyk. Like, yeah. Um, and him to win on points is uh ooh, four to one as well. So uh, like I mean it's hard to see him knocking out Joshua. So you even think of that like a four to one. But uh Joshua to win by decision, as you put it there, is eleven to four on Ladbrooks as well. So uh look, lots to look out for there. I think the the story of this fight though is if if it goes the way you're suggesting and Joshua comes out of what is a real, real test, he moves on almost at a new level. You know, if if Joshua is the person we think he is, he has to win a fight like this. But this is one of those ones that prove that he will be that fighter, if that makes sense. 
Exactly. And this yeah. is the thing. Like, everybody is expecting Joshua to win because Usak is the guy that's come in and fought because the Fury fight hasn't happened. Yeah. Like, this isn't the fight that's been built up for, for years or months or anything like that. This is the fight that... Very, very dangerous fight. Um, it's a, it's a high-risk, little-reward fight for Joshua. And um, credit has to be given to him for taking this fight. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's a real, real exciting fight. I'm really looking forward to it myself. And, uh, you know, I can't wait now to the weekend to get the feet up, cup of tea and uh, get you in to watch it. <laughs> a late cup of tea, you'll be up all night. <laughs> what, happened, what, what happened when Mike Tyson took a fight because it's a Vander Holyfield fight I uh, got delayed? He got sparkly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and a very different caliber of opponent than, uh, of course, than Alexander. Of course, of course. But, um, you know, there is another fight, and there's a few fights on the card, and they're all worth talking about in their own way. It's a you know, um, uh, uh, matchbook tend to put together good cards here, but I suppose the other one is like, uh, I don't know if Usyk will have a, a look on his old belt, but uh, there's a WBO cruiserweight uh, title up for grabs. Um, Lawrence Acoli, who I uh, you know, there's an excitement about him in England, and this I feel like he wins this fight second on the bill to Joshua. And he goes up to that star level a little bit, doesn't he? This is a huge fight for someone like him. He's, he's um, fighting Dylan Presovich from Montenegro for the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, this is a, it's definitely a fight that he should win. You know, uh, Lawrence Coley, he was one of those fighters early on that was just brutal to look at. You know, he was, you know, so long and dangly and just, you know, t- such a messy fighter. But he's with Shane McGuigan now. They have really, um, they have really, you know, tidied him up in his technique. And the power that that man carries in both hands is unbelievable. Like, that's what makes him so exciting. And that's why he has that star potential. Because if you can get into the ring and leave men sleeping, that's what boxing's all about. That's what people want to see. People love the knockout. People love the knockout reels. Um, so... That's the thing with Lawrence Acoli. He's so exciting because he could be behind the fight eight, nine, ten rounds and he could just pull it out of the bag. But I think that this is going to be a very straightforward fight for him. I think he's going to get in there, do the job on a massive platform for him. And I think he's really going to rise up his confidence and the momentum that we spoke about earlier on is really going to, is really going to go through the roof for him. And, uh, you know, from a lad that was working in McDonald's uh, before the Olympic Games to go into the Olympic Games and then uh, becoming a professional world champion and being nice. the co-main event now on the Wembley like on the AJ car unbelievable you have to give him massive massive credit fair play to him yeah always a class story when you see something like that so uh, he yeah. could go strength, strength to strength this week I think I said matchbook earlier did I I meant obviously matchroom <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it is on uh, Sky Sports box office uh, this weekend and there's one worth watching like absolutely uh, the Joshua versus Usyk as Jason has said now is definitely one to watch it isn't the kind of filler fight that maybe some people on the outside of boxing when you just hear another Eastern European name if you don't look into it you can kind of think of that, but certainly not. Uh, definitely want to watch. Jason, before we let you go, I'd be murdered if I didn't ask you about uh, Boo Boo Andre, Andre, Andre and the rumours. And I suppose it weren't more than rumours. Like there was kind of like there was serious talk about it on the record a couple of weeks ago, but we haven't heard anything since. Is it still looking likely? Is it on the cards? Stay tuned. News <laughs> is coming very soon. Jason, thanks so much for joining us as always. And, and enjoy Saturday night. It should be fun. 
Well done. Cheers. Thanks for having me on as always. Um, that's it for the build-up for today. Don't forget, we'll be back with you with a big Ryder Cup preview um, to, uh, later today or tomorrow. And um, we'll also have uh, keep an eye out Stephen Ferris up on our YouTube page with the players to look out for in the new URC, aka the old Pro 14, which starts this weekend. We'll have Kevin Doyle's one, two, three. We've got loads of things coming up for you this week, so stay tuned to our channels. Talk to you soon.